Hey guys, it's getting real with the Cockney Buddha. Hope everybody had a good weekend. It's been real nice here uh, lately with the weather. Got to go down to the beach in New Smyrna and hang out there for a little bit. Had a great time with the family. I wanted to pull the attention on this podcast towards those people that are out there and pretty much suffering in silence. About getting out there and getting some help and uh, helping yourselves out. It's not an easy thing to do, but uh, it's something that's going to it's going to help you out in the long run for sure. Give you a little bit of a background of myself and uh, where where I came and where I've come from. Um, or should I say where I come from, not where I came. And where I'm at now. And it's uh, it's all possible, guys. It's all possible. Don't sit there in silence. So my wife had bought me this calendar. Um, Let me grab it here. She bought me this calendar, which is uh, an Unfuck Yourself calendar by Gary John John Bishop. If you haven't read these books, by the way, um, the unfuck part is uh, is U-N-F-U and then a little star and a K. Um, Yourself by Gary John Bishop. Great book. Real good book. In fact, it's come up in uh, a guy... A friend of mine that's on uh, in, a, in a group uh, came up in, in his live about this book uh, last week. So one of the things on there it said, and it was kind of funny because I've been rolling around with this podcast idea in my head for a while now, and uh, something's telling me obviously it's pushing me that direction because I I looked at the the statement. It's one of those calendars that you can rip off the page. There's like statements and that that you get told and then you rip that sheet off down to the next one and it tells you what you know another statement and um this one here which was for the weekend it says growth real seismic growth hurts sometimes a lot and we can either live in that hurt all the time by not getting some help or we can face those things, work through them. And yes, they do hurt. Of course they do hurt. There are things there that's hurting. So to talk about them can hurt. But we can either talk about them and work through them and look for a, a way through and a way out. Or we can just sit there and not discuss anything and basically live with our mind and a negative mind at that you know there's thing in buddhism called monkey mind or monkey brain some people call it and it's when the mind sits and we start jumping from one area of thinking to the next area of thinking normally a lot of what if thinking comes in and it's all toxic and negative thinking guys 
So when we're sitting with a mind and our and our mind is doing monkey brain and it's moving around, moving around from one brain, we can never make head or tail or even pin it on every anything. We think we know, but we don't really know. And there's a lot of things in our past, and there's upbringings that we, you know, we believed was okay and normal, but it's not okay and normal when you start looking at it. And it's okay looking at the rapper guys and the label of of, of what is, but if you look inside that family, you you can pull out a lot of different toxic behaviors, a lot of upbringing stuff that didn't belong there but we think it was normal and we live it and we're still living with that today in our everyday. So to look at it and find out, you know, you know when there's, you know when there's something going on. Even myself, you know, I've been doing therapy for a long time and I've been working in this job for a little while now and don't think that you know, you're different or silly or not like everybody else because everybody has their, everybody has their shit, everybody. Everybody has something that's going on in their life and just because we may look at it and, and think that the things that we're thinking about is not as big as anybody else's, you're kidding yourself because it's as big as you want it to be. It doesn't mean that it makes your, it makes your thinking smaller or it makes your stress smaller it doesn't in fact it could emphasize it because now you you go into comparisons which is what you're doing and well why shit's not as bad as theirs you're comparing and comparing can lead down the wrong path guys it can lead the wrong way because somebody else's shit is their shit and it's their path and their journey and how they want to work that out is is completely on them. But we can get involved and think, well, how are they doing it and I'm not doing it? Well, if you're sitting there and just having your mind, your negative mind take over, then you, we're not doing it, right? If you really If you really look at it, we're not doing anything to move towards it. We're not doing anything to help ourselves. And there is no time limit on the amount of time it takes to get that help. I'm continually on the journey, continually on the journey. I'll always will be until I, until the day I die. It's a practice. But there is tools and things that we can learn and do and then looking and talking, talking to somebody that is neutral, talking to somebody because what can happen is we can talk to friends and they all mean well, they love us, of course, but we can get talking to friends and they can side with us when it doesn't really need siding with us. It needs pointing out and, and looking at something and saying, well, what do you what do you think your piece of this is? Or do you think that the way you're thinking has anything to do with what's happening right in front of you, that it's happening to a past? There's, a, there's past emotions coming into this. There's things coming, for, especially anger. Anger can cover up a lot of those different things that we we and other people will look at us and judge as weak, and it's not. I don't know where that come from, but it's true. We 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 bow down to society and we buy it, we bow down to the surroundings that we have, meaning family and people, and 
we believe that we're meant to be a certain way. So when our, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, energy or being or personality, I don't know, even pick them all, yeah? If it doesn't match up to what we believe other people should be seeing, and then all of a sudden we're in trouble because we're comparing and we're, we're, pulling, we're pulling things from somewhere that isn't there as far as when it comes to ourselves. Because comparing ourselves to somebody and saying somebody has it a lot worse, yeah, you're always going to find somebody that has it a lot worse. I've had people that come and sit in front of me, guys, that I'm, that I'm guiding, and I, I honestly don't know how they got sitting there in the first place. I've even said to them, holy shit, when you hear, the, when you hear some of the stories, it's like, man, look how much you have done to get through the mess to where you are now. Remember that. You didn't get to where you are now by just sitting. You've battled through things. You've moved through things. You've worked things out. And you probably have talked to people and got information. And doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's the right information. But you've got there somehow. So just coming up against a thinking pattern that may be pulling us down in the wrong direction. Maybe maybe you're feeling depressed. Maybe you're feeling down, don't know why you're feeling down. Maybe you've got a lot of anxieties. Maybe you're in relationships that you don't know what to do with because it's toxic on the other side of that. Maybe you're getting into, maybe you're in a job and you absolutely hate it, but you don't know what to do. So the mind starts telling you things that you don't need to be told. Because the mind is there to protect us. That's what it's there to do. So if it hasn't got an answer, it's going to make one up. That's why your thinking starts going off the rails because it's trying to pull and find answers and then it starts pulling things from the past because your mind is on something negative. So it says, okay, then I'll go and find the evidence and I'll pull some more negative shit for you. And before you know it, you're swamping down and in turmoil and overwhelm and not knowing why. Because it's all, it's all comes from somewhere. It's coming from the past. It's coming from somewhere. So all those that are out there that are, that are thinking that it can't be done, I'm living proof that it can be done. When I went to my therapist, she'll, she'll tell you now, I was the most difficult case of anxiety and depression that she's ever seen. Fearing the phone was one of them. Phone would ring. Oh, my palms would start sweating. Now I'm good. Because it took going into that hurt a little bit, the, the anxiousness of it. And I was actually kind of false, probably, which I always say things get put in front of us, you know, as a reason sometimes, you know, because I broke, I broke that, that phone phobia. I know where it comes from now. Again, it's from the past. I had a dad that didn't like phones, didn't want to be on the phone. And I remember speaking to him on the phone, and I could tell he was completely and utterly uncomfortable. And that plays a role. That plays a role. But I was there thinking, why am I fearing the phone? What is going on with it? I don't understand. I don't understand it, <laughs> right? We get into the non-understanding because the brain can't even figure it out. But as soon as I started talking and I got myself into therapy and started talking and being all of a sudden these stories come up and then someone's saying, you know what, that is a good point. That could take a, they could take a toll. 
in that direction as far as fearing fearing the phone and dad not wanting the not wanting the phone around and the fear that he had here i was a young kid you pick up on that there's no explanation why the fear is there you just know that here's your parent that f is obviously in some kind of turmoil and by the way i never heard my dad ever say he feared anything so there's another problem yeah, because you think you can't, you know, when you feel fear, you don't know what to do with it. So add that into the phone. Wow, yeah, great combination, right? <laughs> Man, that's a body shot and a, and a, a right cross, <laughs> right? But we sit and we don't know because the mind is trying to figure it all out. But once I started talking, and, and listen, guys, I... I'm in a way, way, way better position now that I started a journey on self-discovery, spirituality, not even tying myself to religion, which by the way, I'm gonna be doing a I'm gonna be doing a podcast around that subject. Touchy subject. But I wanna get I wanna get some research done as well. I've got my stories behind it and I've got, you know, I have it, within my work, I've had people sit in front of me with that and being completely, completely bound to it to where they can't move. They're afraid to do anything. So I have, you know, I have, there's, there's a podcast around that subject which I want to get into, but, you know, looking, if I look at the, the past me to the me now, completely different person. Do I still hold, you know, the personality from then? Of course I do, yeah. You know, nobody can take that away from you, your personality. But I'd say maybe my personality's got better again because of self-discovery, respecting myself in certain areas that I never respected myself about, being able to put boundaries down, being able to say no, and not looking at myself with guilt. And that comes from doing the work. That comes from... Going to the hurt, where sometimes it hurts a lot. There's no, there's no beating about the bush about it. If you're going to do the work and you want to find out about yourself and you want to go into self-discovery and find out what, who you actually are, it can hurt. It can also hurt when you hear things that you thought were okay about yourself and they're not. Or things that you're doing. Yeah. I was doing I was doing silent treatment at one point to my to my wife and kids at one point you know a long time ago now and every now and again I feel it start to creep in and I stop it straight away I stop it because it comes comes from somewhere so I stop that silent treatment now I don't I don't engage in it that's changing that's looking that's seeing seeing the things that hurt, seeing the things that didn't work, seeing the things that you don't have to hold on to. You accept it's happened and then you work through it. Seeing that these things ain't normal. But look at me now. I can, I can jump on a Zoom call, a video call. I can grab the phone when it rings. I've had clients, you know, get a hold of me, call me sometimes. And uh, the fear ain't there now. I know pretty much where it's coming from or where it came from. And I've worked through it. 
and started to see that by stepping into that fear, the hurt that sometimes hurts a lot, like the calendar said, that stepping into that fear and being in the uncomfort, because it's the well, the reason it's uncomfortable is because you, you you've been programmed that way to believe that it's an uncomfortable thing. You don't know that you know. This is why you look at people and go, well, how can they do it and I can't do it? They weren't programmed that way. You was. So once you start to see that, oh, hang on a minute, there is a normality to that, whatever normal is. Who knows what normal Who set the bar at normal? That's what I want to know, right? It's like perfect. What's perfect? What is that? Take that word out of your vocabulary. It don't belong. It's, it doesn't exist. You can't reach it. There's standards, but perfection, what is that? There is, there's absolute, even if you put something out there that you, you're in belief is perfection, I guarantee you it's not. There's always something that can be improved on or tweaked here or adjusted here. And, and when people are trying to f look for whatever that bloody thing is, perfection, it's something they're aiming for that don't it isn't there. So you're all continually, it's going to become a problem. I don't even say the word in my vocabulary. I started separating myself from that by keep on saying to myself, because I used to say it a lot. I was always saying it. But by taking that pause and saying, ain't no such thing as perfect, I started to shift it. I started to take it out of my vocabulary. Now the word doesn't even it doesn't even register with me anymore. It doesn't even register. If someone says it to me, I don't believe it straight away because there is no such thing. And I've said it over and over and over again to the point where I don't use it in my vocabulary. In fact, when I say the word now, it sounds weird <laughs> because it don't belong. It don't belong. But it's something that's continually going to keep beating you up if you engage in it and you don't work out why you're saying it. Just like everything else, if we don't look and think, hmm, something's not quite right here, then we just live like robots and we keep on pushing in the same direction, coming up with the same results, which is negative, toxic, you know, like I say with relationships, if you're in relationships, you know, look at yourself. Why are you there? If a toxic relationship keeps on happening and happening and happening and you're very unhappy, then look at self and think why. Why? Because we might, you may be saying, why do I stay here? But think why. What's the emotion behind it? What's the connection behind it? Because there's a glue or a connect somewhere. Codependency is a big one. Right? Think about it. If you're codependent on someone and then, you know, they're starting to pull away, you're gripping, you'll do whatever you possibly like a kid that wants something. You're, you're scream bloody murder because you want it. But it don't mean it's right. It don't mean that it's non-toxic. In fact, it's very toxic because there's a control and a manipulation there with that too. So it takes looking at ourselves, knowing where it comes from, and then being able to put the boundaries down to say, that ain't happening. Boundaries with consequence, guys. Boundaries with consequence. It's okay having a boundary, but if there's no consequence behind it, the boundary ain't worth shit. 
because you're not sending that message. This is my boundary. I don't want this boundary crossed. It's not a nasty thing. When I first got told about boundaries, I didn't even know what what my therapist was talking about. I Boundaries, what's that? <laughs> Simple for some, not for others that haven't had that experience of boundaries. There's invisible boundaries, but verbal boundaries are completely different from visible. Visible boundaries are what people keep on crossing over and you're wondering why they're always pissed off at you. Because you don't know. But the person doesn't want to say anything about a boundary, like putting a verbal boundary down, because they think it's not right or it's not nice or... It's for the individual, not for anybody else. So please, guys, it can be done. I, I work with people with this. I help people through their mind. You know, it, it's something that I love to do because I, 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 I live this life. I live this life. It's the reason why people say I'm real because they come on and I talk, start talking to them and I can make connections where if somebody else didn't walk this, I don't know what you'd call it, I don't know if you'd call it a lifestyle, <laughs> right? It's not a lie, it's something, it's toxic stuff that's there that I've, that I've, worked, that I've been working with. So I pass that on to others. So don't think that it can't be done because I've gone from a guy that would start sweating his ass off in complete fear when the phone would ring to somebody that looks at the phone there, can see somebody, you know, who's on the other end, especially if it's a client, and I'm on straight away helping out because it's it's not relevant anymore. That was my dad's fears, not mine, but I made them my fears. But they wasn't my fears, but they become yours. But you don't know that until you until you work on that, guys. Yeah. So, hope everybody's having a good start of the week, enjoying their Monday. Be present with your work. Be present with those people around you. If you want to get a hold of me. It's mindnutritionforall.com or gmail.com, sorry, if you want to email me. Uh, mindnutritionforall.com is my website. Go and check it out, guys. It's uh, uh, I want to do some more work on it, but it's out there, and uh, you can go and have a look. There's a lot of blogs on there. There's 50-plus blogs on there that I've written. So Mind Nutrition, the number four, by the way, the number four, all, A-L-L.com. Or if you want to email me, do uh, gmail.com. Go and check out the YouTube channel. Go and subscribe and like on that, guys. Pass it around. Get it out to people because you could be you could be having a conversation with somebody around this and just tuck that tuck that channel under their nose and they may get something out of that. It could reach someone that you're helping out, guys. So enjoy your rest of your week. Hope everybody has a decent week and a present week. Stay present, my friends.